TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Local people, local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. And a good Monday morning. John Montone taking off Columbus Day, apparently. So we have uh, me, Lee Harris, in the newsroom, and we have Glenn Schuck out in the field this morning. And the field this morning is the Bronx, a woman was living there, had an order of protection against her estranged husband, but it looks like that order of protection didn't afford much protection. Let's get more now from Glenn, live from the Belmont section. Glenn? And here at this apartment on 187th Street in the Bronx, Lee here, and we're talking about 40-year-old Luz Perez. Let's talk about her. She's a mom of five, and her life has tragically come to an end. Sources telling us that uh, Perez had a restraining order against her estranged husband for months, and recently, in fact, he allegedly burned her in the eye with a cigarette butt. In fact, that was only a couple of weeks ago. And then uh, this, uh, some point between Saturday night and Sunday morning, and then one of the kids' five-year-old son, uh, Luz Perez's five-year-old, who was sleeping in the next room, uh, woke up Sunday morning and found his mom dead and was screaming uh, repeatedly from a window here that has some bars on the window. He was screaming, trying to stick his head out the window uh, to get some help from a passerby. This was around 7.30 uh, yesterday morning, again, screaming for that help. And then we... Caught up with Josh Pemberton, who's a guy who lives here in the building. It shocked me because, you know, it's right in the building. There's a lot of little kids in the building and stuff like that. It's really shocking to hear. We spoke to a number of people. Lee, in fact, in the building said they didn't hear or see anything during these overnight hours, Saturday into Sunday. So that, of course, is a part of the mystery. But no mystery that uh, Ms. Perez is dead. And they're looking, police are, for the estranged husband. No arrest, though, as of this morning. In fact, uh, we haven't even been given his name they're not really officially listing him as uh, a suspect here, but it seems uh, pretty apparent uh, which direction uh, this case is headed. So we'll follow the story this morning. Yeah, another one of those cases that give orders of protection uh, a bad name. Yeah, and in fact, uh, other neighbors here are saying that this uh, estranged husband had been coming in and out of this apartment several times, uh, almost at will, it seemed, in recent weeks. Uh, uh, Luz Perez had actually moved here away from him. He's only been in this apartment for a couple of months to try to uh, get her life restarted. Unfortunately, now her life is over. Lee. All right, Glenn Schuck, live from the Belmont section of the Bronx this morning on the All Local. It is Columbus Day. The Columbus Day Parade will step off at 1130 this morning at 44th and 5th and run up to 72nd Street. 130-plus bands taking part. Grand Marshal will be Massimo Ferragamo of the Ferragamo Fashion House, founded by his father. We'll have live coverage on 1010 Winds and Traffic and Transit to steer you around the many, many street closures. And on this Columbus Day, Governor Cuomo has worked up about the decision not to include St. Francis Cabrini among the seven women who will be getting statues in New York as part of the She Built NYC statue program run by the mayor's wife, Sherlane McRae. The governor notes that Mother Cabrini did get the most votes of all 300 women under consideration. Let's stand up. Let's demand respect for our community. Let's lead the way by taking action. And let's build a memorial to Mother Cabrini. And I pledge my full support. 
The governor speaking at the Columbus Citizens Foundation Gala over the weekend. The governor will be marching in the Columbus Day Parade, also in that parade of float featuring Mother Cabrini, added by the Diocese of Brooklyn. Monsignor Jamie Gigantiello telling the New York Post, if the city won't honor Mother Cabrini, then we will honor her. There'll be a vigil tonight for the four people shot to death in a suspected gambling den in Crown Heights over the weekend. Eddie Williams knew one of the victims. The victims were all from Brooklyn. Dominic Wimbush, age 47, Chester Good, 37 years old, Terrence Bishop, 36, and John Thomas. He was 32. Three other people were wounded at the unlicensed Triple Aces Club. They're expected to survive. The search continues for the killer or killers. So far, no indications that this was gang-related. The way things are going, this will not be a record low year for homicides in New York City. There have been 257 so far this year, seven more than this time last year. The murders of those four people in Crown Heights over the weekend pushed up the count, as did that rampage that left four homeless men dead earlier in the month. The city had been on track for a record low homicide rate during the first half of the year. A group called Equality for Flatbush is demanding the closure of a bar called the Zombie House in Prospect Leopards Gardens, Brooklyn. E4F, as the group calls itself, claims that the white-owned bar is culturally appropriating Caribbean culture and not doing anything to stop people from being assaulted inside the bar. Since 2018, we have received reports of women being assaulted uh, either sexually or physically uh, in that bar and that there has been a widespread uh, situation around gender-based violence. That's Imani Henry, executive director of E4F, which was formed to fight harassment of tenants and harassment by the police in the gentrifying neighborhood. There will be a protest today to demand that the owners of the zombie house turn over surveillance footage to the police. So far, no comment on this from the NYPD. Here's a name you've probably never heard in all those reports about best places to live. Patchogue, yes, that Patchogue. The American Planning Association has named Patchogue one of the four best places to live in the whole USA. Nothing against Patchogue, but you may be asking, what happened to the rest of the country? Actually, the ranking is based on Patchogue's transformation from sleepy village to vibrant community with shops and entertainment and nightlife. The APA apparently uses different criteria than most of these best place rankers. Other hot spots on the list include Lee's Summit, Missouri, historic downtown Delaware, Ohio, and the Short North Arts District in Columbus, Ohio. Thanks for listening to the All Local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds. Visit 1010winds.com or download the radio.com app to take us with you wherever you go. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.